This is your Planet News Briefing. I'm John Chu. And I'm Ralph Forgen. Our main story coming up is all about eco-living and ways that we can all make small but meaningful changes. We talk about living more eco-friendly and sustainably, and the daily eco-challenges that we can integrate into our busy schedules. This is told via a terrific conversation with special guest Maxime uh, LaRue, founder of One Save a Day. But first, all of your Planet News headlines for this week. In politics news this week, Climate Home News reports Angela Merkel said that, you know, to not neglect climate finance to the world's poor. So as rich countries are spending billions bailing out their industries hit by COVID-19, the German Chancellor urged them not to forget that their climate of their climate commitment. So basically, as rich nations uh, should increase financial support to the most vulnerable countries facing the double threat of COVID-19 and growing climate impacts, German Chancellor Angela Merkel said, um, addressing ministers from 30 countries by video link, of course, during the second day of the Petersburg Climate Dialogue, which took place online. This is actually a great lead into to business. Uh, it's, it's Germany, you know, uh, leading the way here. So in business news this week, EcoWatch reports, German business leaders call for climate action with COVID-19 stimulus. So powerful companies from a range of industries have called for an COVID-19 related state funding to be uh, tethered to climate action. And this includes 60 companies made up of some big names like uh, Tyson Krupp, uh, Salziter, Bayer, Covestro, Eon, um, Heidelberg Cement, Puma, Allianz, and Deutsche Telekom. So great to see them all coming together for this one. In tech news this week, the Star reports that world has historic opportunity for green tech boost. And this is something we've talked about before and we like talking about this because we really do believe in it. The report says that global efforts to minimize their economic fallout from the coronavirus pandemic present a historic opportunity to scale up the technologies needed to speed a transition to cleaner energy. Fatih Bro, executive director of the International Energy Agency, IEA, said that the support from governments could drive rapid growth in battery and hydrogen technology to help the world to reduce its reliance on fossil fuels. Uh, he says that he believes there's an opportunity and he calls it an historic opportunity, in fact. All right, in science news this week, The Guardian reports, climate experts call for dangerous Michael Moore film to, to be taken down. So Michael Moore just put out this new film. Uh, it's called Planet of the Humans. It's actually available uh, the full length on YouTube for free. Uh, but basically this is, this is about the scientists kind of saying that they're worried about this film, climate scientists. Uh, first off, there's a, there was a letter written by Josh Fox. Um, he made the documentary Gasland, and this letter was signed by various scientists and activists. Um, they've urged for the removal of the film. Uh, basically, they're saying that it's making false claims about renewable energy, that it trades in debunked fossil fuel industry talking points. Um, additional, additionally, climate scientists Michael Mann, who also signed Fox's letter, says that the film includes various distortions, half-truths, and lies, and, and that the film, filmmakers have done a grave disservice to us and the planet by promoting climate change in activist tropes and talking points. So yeah, this is a really interesting one. Um, I probably will watch this this weekend, John. What about you? <laughs> I'm definitely watching it. I have it on my diary to watch it. I'm so excited. <laughs> nice. Coming up, our main story. Living more eco-friendly and sustainably. 
the daily challenges that we can integrate into our busy schedules to make meaningful environmental impacts. This is told via conversation with special guest Maxime Leroux, founder of One Save a Day. Firstly, welcome, Maxim. Uh, I mean, just just a quick note to our listeners: we're obviously doing something a little bit different today. So rather than going into uh, deep into a news headline this week, i.e., a conversation between just me and Ralph, we obviously have a very wonderful guest today to talk about small things that you can do every single day. Um, without further ado, Maxim, how are you getting on these days? And you know, how are you doing with social isolation, coronavirus, everything? You doing okay? Yeah, hi, thank you. Thank you for having me, first of all. Uh, I'm doing well, uh, pretty well. I hope everybody who's listening to us today is, is too, and you guys, of course. Yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, it's an interesting time. I mean, it's, it's hard to imagine that the world is likely not going to be the same as it was before, and we don't know yes. what that new world is going to look like, right? That's but, true. That's true. So where are you right now? Where are you typically doing these uh, virtually now? So where are you at this moment? <laughs> well, right now I am where I'm living. So in southern France, in Marseille. And mm. we are in complete lockdown. It will mm. be better from the 11th of May. But right now we're in lockdown. So it's a very uncommon situation, right? And it's kind of scary too. But it just, it also gives us time for for looking at things differently and, and doing mm. focus on things that we normally wouldn't do. So I think yeah. it's a pretty interesting time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. John and I are, are, are in London, as most of our listeners know. Um, I'm very excited for the opportunity to go to the south of France, hopefully, hopefully soon. <laughs> Wait, what, what happens on 11 May? Is that when the lockdown is lifted? Yeah, I mean, they, they will remove some of their strict uh, rules. So for now, we can, we can go out once a day for one hour, like with one kilometer next to you where you're living. Um, they will remove some of the restrictions. So it will be a bit easier to have a social life as well but okay. it was kind of partly partly locked down you can say uh, yeah especially in marseille it's so beautiful there and this time of the year it's getting even nicer but yeah so look we we had a little bit of a dialogue before we hit the record button and you're you know you're already such a fascinating person to, to speak to but can can you tell our audience a bit about yourself and your background as well sure so um I'm currently studying in, in southern France or in Marseille. Um, I'm studying international management and also a bit of sustainable development. And um, so I think I'm here today for to talk about the application and the Instagram page uh, that I run. And so if you want to know something about my background and in this in this topic, in the subject, I need to say that I'm I'm not an environmentalist. Or, or climate activist. Um, I just want to, like you guys, I just want to do a little difference and, and to and maybe influence other people and motivate other people as well to, to start um, acting against climate change. That's, that's great. I mean, our, our show, the premise is that we're, we're talking to people who are just like us, uh, as in the th three of us. And, you know, if we get a chance to have an expert on the show or an activist, obviously we'll say yes, but we really do enjoy talking to, you know, more of the ordinary people who have a passion in this space and want to make a difference. Um, so you're, you're, you're the perfect guest for this show at the moment. Um, so <laughs> I thought um, you're just ordinary, Maxim. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in the most positive way possible, just like us. <laughs> 
Well, you you mentioned the the app a little bit, uh, and you mentioned Instagram. You've got thousands of followers, and uh, in this day and age, the digital space and having that presence online, it it really does make a difference, and it really can you know extend your your message and your and your efforts and your reach and so forth. Um, can you tell us a bit more about um, your app and how you got started with it? Sure. So I started. It was seven or eight months ago um i i was like i saw on social media um and in the news all those climate news about how bad the situation is and how crazy wrong we're doing everything and then i was reflecting my own lifestyle and then i said wow okay i'm not the most eco-friendly person and i definitely need to need to change um or need to adapt and so that's why i started saying okay i have my my current lifestyle it is very charged i have lots of stuff to do i'm studying i like i don't have really have much time dedicated to climate change and so instead of searching for something big that takes a lot of time that i can do every day i just thought about what about having a simple input every single day that helps you to adapt your lifestyle like something like a fitness coach but for sustainability and so that's how I came up with one safer day with the app and the Instagram account, because that's like one simple action every single day. Yeah, that's a, that type of story. It's similar to how we got started. I mean, Ralph, how, how, so I, I was always into this space because um, I do a lot of stand up paddleboarding on the river here. Um, and, and I've noticed a lot of plastic because when you're standing on the paddleboard, you see more of the water. And then, you know, so I, so my, my environmental journey started with plastics and then I started to dig into the environment and climate and all of it came together. Um, and Ralph and I sit like literally shoulder to shoulder at work for a few years. And then I suppose, um, I, I, you know, dragged him into this space as well. And this, this podcast was, this podcast was actually your idea, Ralph. Yeah, no, I mean, you just kept talking about it and I figured we should talk to <laughs> other people about it too. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was interested in, in kind of the carbon offsetting space actually and, and just kind of understanding more, a bit more of the maths and, and kind of the financial incentives behind it um, and the business side of it. And so, it, you know, it kind of made for a good conversation between me and John, um, you know, him talking about the plastics and me just saying like, well, who cares about the plastics? What's the bottom line, John? Uh, so, you know, it, it makes for a good conversation. <laughs> and and this app, um, it's you know just like you said, it's, it's small daily challenges every day to all the right. uh, people who sign up for, uh, which is free and it's available on the app store. And I have a link to it onto our um, our our main Instagram profile. Um, so, so so those who are listening, if you guys want to follow uh, or find the app, uh, you can find it on the Apple App Store. You can go to uh, the Your Planet News Briefing Instagram page and that profile, you'll see a link to it. Or you can just go directly to One Save a Day and follow them. And obviously from there, you can get to uh, how to um, you know download the app as well. But this app basically, uh, it pushes a daily eco challenge to the user's mobile phone. And it could be really simple things. Like actually, it's all really simple things. Like for example, I got one uh, recently that was just basically challenging me to unplug all my unused charges for the day because people don't realize this, but when you're, when you have an appliance that's not being used, but it's charging, 
and it's plugged into the outlet, it's actually expanding, you know, energy. And then once you have completed that task for the day, you can hit, you know, complete it. And then, you know, the user of the app can get this very, you know, easy and, you know, like minimalist uh, response that says, I did it. And that type of feeling actually, it feels really good to know that you did it. Um, and this app, you know, like, it's actually nice because every day, every morning, I, I get a push notification saying, oh, have you done your challenge today? So it's keeping me honest. And, and I've been using it for since, since the day that we started coordinating, um, you know, you getting on this podcast and I've been using it and, I've, and I'm quite enjoying it. So well done. That's great. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. But yes, but you, I mean, you very well explained the concept behind like having it very simple because we don't need a lot of like long texts or we don't need to spend a lot of time to find out what we can do. So we just like encourages you to do one simple thing every single day, every single day, which like your personal impact is not crazy big if you unplug your chargers. But if thousands of people are doing the same thing on the same day, then we, we save a lot of energy on this day. So that's where I think the community is very important to the app. And so that's very cool because now we have community on Instagram and on the app and we are all doing those challenges. And so it's a great feeling and it's good for the earth. So it's just, it's just cool to, to have it. <laughs> that's uh, sort of the harnessing the power of, or the virality nature of Instagram, right? You get so many followers and you're actually influential and people start to download the app and you really do find yourself having a lot of users on a daily basis doing these daily challenges. So it actually does add up and it could make a difference. So um, what would you say is sort of your mission or your vision uh, if you were to put into a sentence? Well, I think that nowadays uh, we don't just need a society that knows about climate change or it knows that it exists, but we also need a society that acts for a better world. Um, we need to influence political leaders, global players, and, and big institutions. And how can we influence them? Well, first of all, if we change our behavior as a society, and so then we, we demand it automatically to those people who have bigger impact um, on, on the climate change crisis. And so that's what I think one safe day can help us to push the society to take action and then we push automatically the uh, ones who can really make decisions that change uh, climate, the climate crisis. For, for those who don't understand what eco-lifestyle means, uh, can you describe that to the audience? Yeah, sure. Um, so in my eyes, in my opinion, uh, eco-lifestyle um, does not to be perfect, right? You don't need to do 100% of the things that you, you could do for the planet. Because always, we always see in the news or also on social media, a lot of people like criticizing others. You don't do this well enough. You don't, you don't have a 100% eco-friendly lifestyle. But actually, I think if we all unperfect, but we do something every single day and we get better and we adapt to this crisis, um, then we will create massive changes. Um, so that's why I personally can say I'm far away from having a, 100% eco-friendly lifestyle, but I adapt my lifestyle. And I think that's what, what is important. And, and I encourage others as well. So I think that's what makes the difference in the end of the day. That makes total sense. Well, why take action now though? Well, I guess on one side, awareness has never been that high. 
like nowadays people understand um, why you are changing, why there's climate change, they understand why people want to take action. And on the other side, we have a massive increase in like, I don't know, vegan restaurants or vegan products in the supermarkets. We see more and more brand, brands that produce um, eco-friendly products. And so I think there's no better time to start than, than now. And also we're kind of running out of time. So it's pretty nice if you, if you start today or now, that's like you will make an impact in the next days, weeks and years. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Uh, the climate crisis is very much a pandemic in a different way, right? Like if, if we knew, so since we now know that COVID-19 is happening, this coronavirus, if we wasted one day or two days or, or, or more, then we start to really feel that, you know, the world's never going to recover, it's going to be suffering. But the reality is with the climate crisis and climate change, it's a similar situation, you know, like, you know, time is of the essence here. And when we, you know, don't take action one day, that's another day that's lost. And it's another day that, you know, it's harder to recover from for the climate. So you, you talked about one save a day as an app um, and as a tool, but, uh, but how, how, how does it actually help, you know, like people take action? Well, I, I always recommend like use one save a day as, as a tool. Um, maybe you don't even really need it because you already do a lot of things for the planet, but it offers you on one side, like daily motivation and inspiration, um, little input on your life. And on the other side, we have a very engaged and strong community. And I think that's what makes One Safe a Day. One Safe a Day is, is not the app. One Safe a Day is the community. And we want to connect people from all around the world um, that are, have the same mission, have the same purpose, that want to change something. And that's very nice that we can do it through the app. So just use it as a tool for improving and adapting your personal lifestyle. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes total sense. It's all about uh, inspiring people to change their behaviors and their, their, um, their routines and their habits, right? So because I, you know, like a lot of your uh, users, I would imagine are probably, I don't know, would you say the age of like 15 to 35, 40, like in that age yeah, group? So definitely. presumably they, they, you know, they have a lot more of this climate change um, that they're going to experience in their lifetime. So they're going to be more inclined to want to try to make a difference, uh, not just for themselves, but for their children, their children's children. Um, so I think that uh, you have to, you have the perfect set of users who can actually go out and make a difference as well. Um, That's right. But uh, look, it, it appears that the daily eco challenges are obviously the centerpiece of your product, but uh, can you talk more about, you know how how these are generated because it 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 looks like you even crowdsource it from your users uh, via the app itself. Uh, you know, it's it's I mean that that would be a really cool way to create you know organic or engagement, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Like I well, I have some sources like um, from environmental organizations. Um, you can find very much information on the internet. Um, so. I inspire the, or the challenges come up from newspapers as well, like CNN Climate, The Guardian, BBC News, um, all of those. But also I, I always ask the community, do you have some ideas for new challenges? What was the thing that you did and that you absolutely liked? 
And then I try to implement them into the app because once again, one safe a day is the community. So they have amazing ideas for challenges. And that's just like the best way to create content on the app. Yeah, that's super cool, Max. What could you tell of one that, uh, example that was provided by a user? Sure, I think just uh, the one from today, like since two weeks, it's just um, challenges from, from users. Um, I think today was to unplug all the chargers. Um, mm. There was also a challenge, a challenge like donate an item you don't, you don't longer need or take a shorter shower was also from users. I also have a lot of uh, vegan, vegan users in the community. They always say, yes, just say they don't eat meat. They should not eat uh, fish. And, and so they should make a plant-based diet on one day. So all those challenges are inspired from them. Nice. You sound like a very much like a digital native. Um, <laughs> so you're, you know, this is something that um, I, I guess, you know, you're super good at and you're finding a, a way to, to kind of make a difference through it. So that's, uh, you know, you're, you're also a fantastic news outlet as well. Um, you know, how, how do you get your data to share with the world? Well, it's kind of the same as for the challenges. I think newspapers and environmental organizations, they do great work. So I mainly use their articles and then I try to filter what information could be interesting to the community and, and what is not. And that's how I come up with the weekly news. Um, one thing that this is sort of a, sort of a side topic here. Uh, I started using dual lingo uh, during oh, yeah, this yeah, coronavirus yeah. and uh, Duel, who is who is the cartoon owl of this app? The bird, um, right? Yeah, the bird. When yeah. when when you don't do your lesson, and Duel actually chases you. He was saying you push notifications. Yeah, <laughs> he says, you know, you have done your lesson. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's, that's the thing, right? Like I I haven't used it long enough to experience when he gets mad, but apparently from the memes that's here online, he chases you and then he tells you things like, you know, you need to do it now. And then yeah. it's like smiley face becomes a frown or like an angry face. Um, and I'm just imagining your, your, your app here once a day, if people don't complete the challenge for the day, I don't know. I think you should build a feature where it does chase. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we, should, we should have, we should have a, an animal that, that does the same. It gets mad at you if, if you don't complete the challenges. <laughs> Maybe that's something for the future. I don't know. <laughs> that's interesting um but look so um how do you see the next five to ten years rolling now both in terms of one save a day and the climate well i think for one safe a day i really hope that we can build up a very strong community like it is today it's very engaging i think so far it was like a great journey for me personally as well it it kind of enabled interesting experiences for me, like, like this one today in this podcast. And so for me, one safe a day, like personally, it's a success because I experience a lot of things through it. And also it can, it can help and encourage many people. And so that's awesome for, for the people and for the planet. And then on the other side, um, what I think about the climate in the next years, I personally prefer, prefer to be more optimistic um, even though uh, there are times when I'm just shocked by, by what some people are able to do or, or say um, public, publicly. And, but I think that we, 
we can stop or or at least decrease um, the the consequences of climate change and if we as a society also stop to demand like endless growth and and worldwide accessibility of, of everything then companies will adapt their business models and I think that's very important for us nowadays that we change our our mindset and our actions as a community and you know what's been sort of inspiring from COVID-19 is that we can see people and governments and businesses come together um, right so now now we kind of see that it's possible now it's a matter of it's like you know yeah we sorry it's like it's totally right what you say because we can see they like political leaders and companies they act because they see that two weeks later they will have a number of deaths because of their action. Of course, climate change is a bit different because it's on a very long term and it like it will affect all of us in the long term, but not at the same time. And so there's less action action there, but it should be as important, minimum yeah. as important. Yeah, totally agree. Let's um, let's get to some traffic lights. Um, so. We should all take turns doing this. This is this is a, a, a fan favorite of the show um, because we we go through a very structured part of it where we talk about what we um, you know are are pessimistic about, cautiously optimistic, and what we're optimistic about. So that's the red light, yellow light, and green light. Um, and Ralph Ralph always goes first because he always has the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that put me on the spot here, uh, but yeah, I mean. This is super interesting, right? I mean, I think red for me is, Maxim, you touched on this a lot, is, is the awareness, right? Everybody is aware of this now, it seems like, at least in kind of within our circles, but it goes from that to action, right? Like how do we get people to kind of follow in and go to action? Um, and that's been hard for us. Um, I think you, got, you have the right approach where it's something, you know, with, with low friction, uh, right? So you can just like start easy to start small. Um, because otherwise it's been hard for us to kind of get action from from our our peers even though they are they are um, you know passionate about this stuff um, yellow for me um, you know the, the maxims of the world are going to save the day man this is awesome <laughs> and uh, we just it's a yellow only because we need more maxims out there in the world uh, so that's great and then green is um, is yeah the, how you've highlighted around the community engagement uh, yeah that's that's such an important piece like you've been saying um, yeah, that's, you know, power numbers and, and, and community. Um, so yeah, right now you have community talking about kind of how they, their interests and, and, and working towards action. Um, and sometimes, you know, someday down the line, maybe the action is, is actually signing a petition or something for politicians. Right. So like that would be super powerful. Uh, so that's a big green on my part. Uh, okay. Now my, my red is the fact that, um, when, when you make a positive impact onto the climate, it's not visible. Uh, at least it's not instantly um, visible. Like when you complete a daily challenge of taking a shorter shower, you don't actually see the benefit that you that you contributed to the world, right? So that to me is a red because I think that that discourages or that does not encourage people to take up a daily action, and 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 that's always going to be a try a. a, a a uh, challenge uh, because it's, it's not like COVID-19 where you see, you know, people, you know, at the hospitals and so forth. The climate change, it's, you know, when there's a flood happening across the world, you, you know, you being somewhere else in the world or not impacted directly, 
you don't see it. So I feel like that's going to be uh, a difficult reason why people will want to, to, to make a difference. And that kind of leads to my uh, yellow because some people just like voting, you know, like when you're one of a, a few billion people, a million people who are going out to vote, you don't feel like your vote actually makes a difference. Um, so I think that a lot of people who feel that way don't realize that uh, you are one person voting or, you know, taking on a challenge every day, but you're one of many. And if you do it, maybe perhaps you inspire others to do it. And in the case with this app, um, you know, I, I think that you're using Instagram to kind of get a crowd behind downloading the app and using it. I don't know if you've got like a lot of um, data behind the people that uh, use it, but it may be interesting to kind of to kind of give each user a profile of, you know, the challenges they've completed um, and sort of like kind of like a gamification feature where they can start to compete with others or they can see you know, like kind of like a Fitbit style uh, scoreboard. And then that to me is, is an interesting model because it gets people uh, addicted to it, but in, the, in a really good way, right? Like addicted to doing good things. Um, that, and, it's good that you, that you say that because yeah. it is something that I hear very often from the community. And we will like soon, there will be new features on the app uh, because I finally found a team that can, you know, like develop the app with me. And this is one of the first thing I want to implement, like more this community sharing gamification features that just make it more fun to do. Oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. And like, I would like to, to kind of um, step up the level in terms of difficulty. Like mm -hmm. I want a challenge where, you know, uh, it's not just take a cold shot, not cold shot, but take a shorter shower, but like, I don't know, pick up 20 bottles of plastic, bottles around the city in one day or something like that type of challenge would be cool uh, and, then, and then you'll see me and ralph kind of like that pokemon go app you, you just go around the city <laughs> do all that good stuff <laughs> yeah what is that new swedish trend it's like jogging and, and picking up litter at the same time <laughs> oh, yeah. oh really yeah that's uh, of course that's the, the swedish and you're so responsible over there <laughs> yep definitely uh, so my uh my green is that Actually, the first time that I used your app, uh, I learned about, uh, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but Ikosha or Ikoshia? E-C-O. Ikosia, just. Okay, yeah. Ikosia. Ikosia. So, Ralph, do you know what that is? I do not. So, <laughs> so I didn't know what it was either until I used the app and then I just Googled it. Um, because I, I think the, the challenge uh, mentioned it and I didn't know what it was. So Ecosia is actually a search engine where uh, the advertisers who, who are on it and people who use it, um, the advertisers then either donate money to some sort of a uh, climate, environmental, or sustainable organization. So it's, it's basically mm -hmm. Google, but is, is the advertisers. Like, is this one where they plant a tree every time you search? Right. Uh, Heard of one similar to this maybe it's the same one yeah that's really yeah. cool yeah 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 so so just by uh using this app that was created by somebody who's passionate about this space i learned something new right so i you know i think people you know uh, should get on it just because of the fact that it's been created by a community that you know are so passionate about the space so you might learn a thing or two mm -hmm. nice yeah okay so my traffic lights 
Um, the red one is that I think, for example, one safe a day, but also other apps, they're just one way to address a message to a certain group of people. Um, as we already talked about, my community is kind of young, just school kids from like 15 and then also some, some adults or um, like people until 35, but not more than that. And so uh, eco lifestyle app is good for part of the society, but not for everybody. And we need to think, we need to find different ways how to address the message to uh, people that may be retired or, or whatever, they're not using apps. So that would be my um, red traffic light. Mm-hmm. Um, for yellow, I think somebody already mentioned, I think it was John, um, like downloading an app is one thing and clicking on the button that says I did it is another thing too. But actually taking action and doing what is written on the app, um, like performing the challenge is something way different. And um, so that's a bit like you can click on the button and still feel satisfaction even if you didn't (laughs) take action. And um, yeah, my green light would be that um, like apps and all those like internet in general, but all those digital tools that we have nowadays are awesome, awesome ways to reach out to lots of people um, no matter where they are. so an eco-lifestyle app can be a very helpful everyday tool. And we already use a lot of apps in our life. So we can also integrate this one, which is for the planet. Yeah, no, nice. totally. Nice. Well, Maxim, it's been you know, a pleasure having you here on the show. Um, please, please give your plugs now for our audience. Where can they find you and, and the, the app and, and your Instagram page and anything more? So the Instagram page is called One Save a Day and uh, the app as well. So just uh, you can check the App Store or Google Play Store and just put One Save a Day and I think you will find it. Um, same on, on Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. And look, I, I, I said this before, but um, you're, you're obviously a digital native and you really know how to use social media as evidenced by your active Instagram content, engaging stories and captivating infographics. Uh, So to our listeners, please go out to the app store and download this app once every day uh, or, you know, and or go to um, Maxine's Instagram page, uh, their content on Instagram, and of course their product on the app. Um, So uh, yeah, you know, uh, go out, check it out, have some fun with it um, and make a difference. And that is this week's Your Planet News Briefing. I'm Ralph Borgen. I'm John Chu. Thanks for listening.